Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingo are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Hey everyone, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we are developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Bianca. My name is Jeremiah and we are so excited that you've joined us. In fact, we've got a lot of new subscribers both on YouTube and on the podcast and so we want to welcome all of you. If this is maybe your first time watching today, it's great to have you here. We are in the lab. We're we're learning. We're We're developing our leadership skills. We're letting God birth some new things in us and so we're excited about this we're excited about the subject today and we want to give everyone an opportunity if there's something that comes to mind like you got a question about something there's something that you're not real familiar with please you know reach out to us on YouTube you can contact us right there in the um, the comment section on the podcast you can actually send an email to leadership lab podcast at gmail.com and you can submit some questions and we'll take some question answer time in some future episodes but we're gonna jump into today's topic which is called the misconception of leadership mm. the misconception of leadership and here's the misconception that once I become the leader then everyone is going to serve me mm. the, the idea that when I get to the top then everybody who's beneath me is gonna be there to do things for me and this is a misconception it is not the heart of leadership and we see this best in the life of Jesus Jesus says, for the Son of Man, he's talking about himself, he's God, he says, for the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And it's so important because he gave us something that we couldn't attain on our own, something we couldn't give to ourselves. And that's what we do as leaders is we come into the room to serve people. We come into the environments that we're in with this posture of, I want to benefit them. That's good. There was a guy named Tommy Barnett. Some of you may be familiar with them, some may not. He's a, a pastor of a mega church in Arizona. He's the founder of the Dream Center, which is now spread across the country and around the world. I mean, he is a leader of leaders. He is somebody like really kind of like famous in Christian circles. And I had the opportunity when I was in college to go pick him up at the airport, take him out to eat. He was like a guest speaker at this event. And I had this opportunity to, to spend some time with him alone. And we're at this restaurant and I've got this list of questions. I mean, I really want to glean everything I can from this legendary leader and we're out there to eat and I didn't even get a chance to get to any of my questions because Tommy Barnett was asking things about me and I Mm. was like brand new to following Jesus brand new to like any kind of leadership environment or anything like that so I mean really had felt like nothing to share but he really showed how much he cared about me because of the questions that he was asking me I mean Mm. he would just ask all these questions and I was like really drawn in by the fact that this important person Mm. took the time to know me. I think it's a great story and example for us as leaders because we can remember that the way that we treat people is how they're going to remember our leadership and the way that we make them feel specifically. I think Maya Angelou said it famously. She said, people won't remember what you taught them, but they'll remember how you made them feel. And so it's so important for us as leaders to take that responsibility very seriously that we set the environment 
confident by the way that we serve other people. And did you were as a young person in ministry, did you have this view when you're ex- expecting to see Tommy Barnett, like, were you expecting him to be a certain way because he was so huge in ministry and he was like at the top? How did your mindset shift from all of that? I mean, I, I definitely thought that we were going to go to this thing and he was just going to talk a bunch and I was just going to like almost like take notes, you know, mm-hmm. like this guy's going to tell me something that's going to define my future. I mean, this was a larger than life figure and I got to spend this one on one time with him, but it was it was exactly the opposite. I mean, Mm. the way that he just came in and just made it all about me rather than making it all about him. And that's really the heart of what I learned from that encounter was the the higher you go in leadership, and we're going to talk about this higher, lower thing, but the higher you go in leadership, the, the further up you are in the organizational chain, the actual greater your responsibility of servanthood becomes, not less. Yeah. So 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 the person who's brand new to a staff or to a team or, or, or something, they're not the people who are supposed to be serving everybody. Right. You know, you always see in like maybe a movie or something like that, like the intern that's there, it's like, go get coffee for everybody because right. you're just the intern, you know? Right. Well, this idea is we're, we're kind of taking that, we're kind of flipping it upside down, and we're actually now putting the leader at the bottom. Yep. And and that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, I'm, I'm the greatest. I mean, he was God. He said, but I came to serve. Yeah. I didn't come to be served. Mm-hmm. And so what he's setting the example for us is he's, he's flipping this leadership hierarchy upside down. Picture, if you can, that, that there's, a, there's a triangle, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like a pyramid. And, and at the top is traditionally what we would say is, is the pinnacle of leadership. It's, it's the top. It's the, the CEO. It's the pastor. Mm-hmm. It's the right. head, whatever it is. And then down at the bottom are... Are the 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 people who may not be viewed as as important or as in charge? Mm. Well, the way that Jesus kind of comes in with this Matthew chapter twenty verse twenty eight that he says I came to serve he he flips this thing upside down and he says now it's it's our responsibility and so you got this pyramid now it's upside down and the points at the bottom and the leader now is at the very very bottom that's that's really supporting the weight of the entire that's organization good. by the way that they serve people that's good that's good i think that sometimes we experience in the world there's this elitist type of mentality if someone's at the top and we're not called to live that kind of lifestyle and we're supposed to shift our mindset to be like I don't get to just show up anymore I I'm responsible for more I'm carrying more. yes carrying more that is that's is so important so and that's that's really kind of this idea of of rights and responsibilities as a leader see we we, we tend to think going into this, that when I become the leader, I'm going to have less responsibilities. I'm going to have more rights. Mm. Like I'm going to have the right to make my own schedule. I'm going to have the right to spend the budget dollars the way that I want them to be spent. I'm going to have the right to do it like this. But when you come into this servant leadership mentality that Jesus introduces, you're now saying that, that I have more responsibilities and less rights. That's good, yeah. And and as pastors, we we feel the weight of this regularly, and I think all leaders need to understand what this looks like because now I have forfeited my right mm. to some of the things that I used to be able to enjoy because now I'm carrying this responsibility. Yeah. 
I mean, everywhere I go in our community, I'm I'm the pastor of Living Water Community Church. I can't just act however I want to act. Right. I can't cut people off in traffic and, yeah. you know, tell them that they're number one, you know? Like, I can't do that. With the wrong finger. With the wrong finger. <laughs> I can't do that because now I'm responsible for more. Right. And I've, I've forfeited the right. So the higher up, if you want to use it this way, the higher up you go in leadership, the more responsibilities you carry and the less rights that you have. Yeah. And I think that as leaders it would serve us well, and we've said this before, is that great leaders learn how to take 100% responsibility. That's good. And, and if you're a leader, it's so important that you just constantly just look in the mirror and see how you're doing. And if there's something wrong in the organization, if there's some dysfunction, there's areas, there's holes in systems and things like that, we need to take responsibility instead of saying, oh, it's their fault or the reason why we didn't do this or the reason why this didn't happen, excuse, 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 because excuses just keep us from reaching our full potential. Yes. But if we just learn how to rip off the Band-Aid and own say, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna look at it, I'm going to own up to it, and I'm going to take 100% responsibility then we actually have a chance of getting better and have, and growing. I think John Maxwell says it best. He says everything rises and falls on leadership. Yes. And, and as a leader, that's what you have to do. You have to look at everything that's happening inside that organization, inside that team, inside that church, inside that whatever it is, and say, it's all my responsibility. It's all my responsibility. So as the lead pastor of a local church— Everything that happens from the way the parking lot looks to the lights, to the cleanliness of the bathrooms, to the friendliness of the greeters, to the sound of the music and how loud the volume is, to the kids ministry and the check-in. I mean, there's everything that has to happen. It's all on me. Yeah. And so when somebody comes and says, hey, I've got a problem with this right here, I don't pass it off to somebody else and Mm. say, well, that's somebody else's problem. Mm -mm. No, no, I'm the leader. Yeah. And I take responsibility for that. If they're having an experience that's less than what we would say our values are consistent with, then then I just got to own up to it. And I got to say, well, somewhere along the line, I, as the leader, didn't do something that I should have done. And now I've got to go fix it. I got to take responsibility for it. And one of the things is it. Our responsibility as leaders is to bring clarity. Mm. And that's usually where it gets muddied. Mm. That's why we experienced something and it wasn't to the standard that we thought we communicated, that we thought we shared our expectations. We go there and we experience it and it's, it, it's not, it's less than satisfactory. Yeah. And so as a leader, you, as you mature and you gain these responsibilities, you immediately, instead of just blaming someone, you, you look and say, okay, what was I not clear about? This mm. is a clarity problem That's here good. and a communication problem yes. on me. I have not done a good enough job clarifying this role, clarifying this area to this person. So that's how I can take responsibility. And you know what? It, it's so healthy in these relationships because then those that we're leading see that we're not perfect. Yeah. We make mistakes too. And it's important that you say, hey, I messed up. That was yeah. totally on me. I'm so sorry. I will try to do better. I'll try to be clearer in the future. And it just keeps a healthy, ongoing, honest conversation so that we can keep growing. I think it could be said like this. Real leaders don't pass the blame onto their people. They cover their people. That's good. So, so as a leader, it's my responsibility to provide a coverage or a safety for the people that are inside my organization as, as, as a leader. And I'm giving oversight over them. It, it, it's, a, it's, it's where I'm sheltering them. Yeah. They feel safe. Yes. Like, he's not going to throw me under the bus. Mm. If, if something goes wrong, he's not going to stand up in front of everybody and say, hey, it was so-and-so who did it. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And and that's the kind of environment that as a leader you want to provide for your people because people can be they can trust. They can trust you. They can grow. Yeah. They can develop, they can flourish, they can meet their full potential because now they're not worried that this leader is going to abuse them or mistreat them mm. because of the way that they're pointing out to everybody, mm. look at what they did. That's one of the most hurtful types of situations. And I've seen it. I've seen it multiple times in ministry where leaders call out people in front of other people. Oh, my goodness. It's it's hard enough to get uh, uh, constructive criticism from your leader because you want to win. You don't want to fail. But we all do. And we know that we're going to have to get that feedback every once in a while. But it's even worse when it's public. Oh, man. I've seen this one YouTube video where this pastor was just just calling people out like right in front of everybody and it was so dysfunctional so dysfunctional see what we're talking about is having a high functioning environment where it's healthy and people can grow healthy yeah and you can't have a high functioning healthy environment where people and systems are working and all of that if we're so dysfunctional in the way that we relate to one another so good and some of these things you know we're not taught you can go to ministry school and you can learn to uh, write a sermon after reading the Bible, but some people don't even know how to deal with conflict in a healthy biblical way. Yeah, They run from it because they were raised. You sweep everything under the rug. Yeah. So anyway, those are the things that we as leaders have to mature and allow God to help us grow emotionally, so good. grow mentally, spiritually, and relationally, and teach our leaders, but never, ever, ever blame people publicly. <laughs> I mean, just, and, and, and look how you can blame yourself for stuff. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's, it's a deeper situation because when we blame it really is it stems down to insecurity that's exactly what if it you're is. if you have insecurities it's so much easier to say oh it's so-and-so's fault rather than saying you know what it's on me i'm the one who did this yeah. so and I, I didn't communicate i didn't train i didn't foster the right environment i didn't model the right behavior there right. was something that we could take the ownership of yeah. and then on the, on the other side of it you go and meet with that individual who maybe didn't get to the standards that the organization has in a certain area and say hey what can we do how can we look at this so that we can have a a different outcome the next time yeah and even another question too is ask how can i serve you mm. this this area I, I would love for it to see this i would love to see this and you cast vision to that dream team member or that that person in that ministry and you say uh, this is how i envision it this is how what i'm i would love to see and keep it very positive but then at the end flip it around and offer, how can I serve you so that I can make you successful? I want you to be successful. I want you to have everything you need so that you can do what God's called you to do. So, good. so and, and letting your people know you're there with them to support them and help them and not hurt them and yes. not blame them. Yes. And that's the leader's responsibility. I think part of this emotional, healthy environment that we're creating as leaders is that a real leader taking this servant mentality, they become hard to make offended. A leader shouldn't be easily offended. A leader should be someone who, man, you can step on them. You can do things wrong to them. You can continually, you know, make things a certain way. And and it's just like, I, it just rolls off my back. Like, yeah. it's just not a thing. Like, I'm not going to let it get down in me. That's good. And that's that insecurity thing is dealing with those roots that we have in us. Maybe we were raised a certain way. Maybe we always saw someone just totally write somebody off and say, I'm never going to talk to them again. Mm-hmm. And so we've never had someone model for us a healthy way to handle this. Mm-hmm. And so as a leader, we've just got to keep doing that and keep moving that direction. That's good. And, and as leaders, as we continue to take responsibility, responsibility 
we also need to see what rights we lay down as leaders so that we can truly serve those that we're leading. Yes. So for instance, just a few th ways that we, cause we don't ever just get to show up. The only time we get to just show up at a church is if we're on vacation and we're like low key, like going to churches and experiencing their worship experiences. But whenever we're going somewhere, we're always on. On. It's not a performance, but it is, I'm here to serve. I'm, I'm ready to just pour myself out. And because, and this isn't even for man, this is for God. Yes. And so that's why I'm going to operate at that level and in that mentality. But some of the ways that we do, this is, this is where we lay down our rights yep. and we have picked up responsibility in order to lead as we park our cars far away on Sunday. Yeah. We park as far as we can so that the best parking spaces go to our guests. Yeah. We want to be able to let them have the, not walk as far. Yeah. I don't mind walking that far. It's not going to kill me it, it, and it's going to be great. It's going to serve other people. That's good. An, another area that, that we share that is we plan services with unchurched people in mind. Mm. So we lay down our preferences. There's some styles of music. There's some, the volume level or how long a service should be. We have our own preferences, but we don't plan them according to our preferences. We plan them according to unchurched people so that when they walk in, they feel like they're at home. Yes. And so that's another way. Are there some some ways that you feel like we, we say, you know what, I'm going to pick up this responsibility and lay down this right? Yeah, I mean, just like you said, like when, like when we come, come into any given environment, it's never the thought of, I wonder what I can do to please me. It's always, what can I do to make the other people around me benefit? That's good. And that's that's really just having this mindset of a leader, having the spirit of a leader everywhere you go. So yes. whether it's at church or whether it's at the grocery store or whether it's at, you know, the park, I mean, I'm always just aware of the people around me, the needs that they potentially have and how I can meet those needs. Yes. I think that's a great way just to start being a leader is just look for people that have a need and see if you can do something to meet that need. That's good. And when you do that, you're positioning yourself where now they see you as a person who adds value to their life, who's making a difference in their life. And there's somebody that, 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 that they'll, they'll look up to you, respect you. And then when you say, Hey, I've got a vision for something, they're going to step up and say, of course I'd follow you because you've always done things for me and for my best. That's good. That's good. Another way that we lay down our rights is even when people treat us poorly, we never respond back the way that people may deserve. That's good. We always respond with the fruit of the spirit. We always ask God to help us so that we can respond with kindness, respond in love, and and allow God to do a work in them. And yeah. we never try to control people. We never try to manipulate people. We just love people and we continue to serve them. And that's yes. hard because we're still human. Yes. We still have flesh and we have feelings. Yes. But God will expand our capacity and mature us so that even if we get treated in a way that's less than what he w would make him happy, we still can have that self-control to be able to respond in a way that would please God. And I know we're setting the bar kind of high and we're just kind of saying this is the mentality that a leader has. If someone's listening or watching right now and they're just feeling like, man, I'm, I'm definitely far away from being a leader. It's, it's really just you making one choice today yes. to do something that's going to benefit somebody else and, and most of the time it's going to it's going to cost you something. That's good. You're going to take on more humility and let go of your pride. Yes. That's a journey that we're all on. I mean, I definitely have not reached there yet. Mm -mm, me either. But it's a journey that I desire to be on. I look at somebody like Tommy Barnett and say, man, I hope that when I'm in a position like he was in, that I have that same kind of humility 
or I'm still going to make it about them. Yes. I'm going to make it about them. I'm going to make it about them because that's what Jesus did for us. That's good. I want to sh- uh, end with a, an action point. I was re- recently listening to an, a podcast as well, and they were kind of digging deep into this idea of blaming but taking on responsibility. And one of their action points is is this week, find, some, find the people that you're around the most, who you spend the most time with, who you work with or people at your home, and ask them, to rate you Mm. like do you find yourself blaming others or you know pinpointing those areas because that's the way that we're going to be able to grow so ask somebody that 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 i interact with a lot say do i blame people yeah or do i take blame yes exactly Mm. am i taking do i really take responsibility or have i been shifting blame here and there how how am i doing in this area and just get ready brace yourself it's probably not going to feel good but it it will help us grow when we get honest feedback about the way we lead so So, thank you so much thank you so much for joining us today we are just having a blast interacting with you guys we hope that you leave comments and that you interact with us and we'd love to hear from you we hope that you'll join us next week we'll be posting every single week thank you so much for being here at the leadership lab podcast